and you are now tuned into another episode of Intellectually Petty Radio, brought to you by M3S3 Clothing, Man Make Moves and Suckers Stand Still, and today we have the incomparable Jasmine Lee in the building, CEO, mother, comedian, actress, and the co-host of the People's Party, and much, much more. Thank you for joining the conversation, and how you doing, Queen? Hello, hello, hello. Can you hear me? Oh, hi. Uh, <laughs> how you doing? How's your family? I can't really understand the voice. Oh, my God. Not today. Um, can you hear me any better now? Hello, hello, hello. Can you hear me any better now? This is the weirdest shit. They, it was it was just working just a second ago, and for some reason it's fucking up. Let's see, can you hear me now? Hello. Yeah, can you hear me now? Hello, hello, hello. Hello, can you hear me now? That's crazy. Hello, can you hear me now? I got it up as loud um, as I possibly can. Can you hear me now? Wow, this is, uh, I tell you, man, Restream is really fucking up. Can you hear me now? I'm going to bring you off and then bring you back in. Give me a second. I do apologize for the technical difficulties out there, ladies and gentlemen. It's not me. It's fucking Restream. Um, but we'll get it fixed. Give me a second. All right, can you hear me now, Queen? Jasmine. Man, I had a dope-ass intro the whole nine. Well, hopefully, and let me make sure uh, I can hear me. Because that's odd. Like, we had a whole conversation before, <laughs> before the show started, and it was beautiful. It was perfect. You know, it, she showed up early. No one ever does that. Um, and then we just had technical difficulties. Can you hear me now? Okay. I was like, is this like a joke? I, no, it's not. It was not me. I'm just sitting here talking to myself saying like, wow, it was working just a second ago. Oh, you sounded like a robot. Okay. Well, hopefully that has been resolved. Can you hear me okay now? Yes. It's just a little echo, but that was way better than the robot. <laughs> okay. And hopefully um, the echo is resolved, you know, on the playback. I'll see if I can fix it or whatnot. Um, anyway, thank you for joining me. Um, you look lovely. How's life? Thanks. How's your family? My daughter's great. I'm great. No complaints over here. That's good. Um, and first and foremost, man, if nobody has told you today, I am extremely proud of you. Oh, thank you. No, thank you. All right, so let's start. Uh, let me see. Tampa, you're from Tampa, or I take that back, you're New York? Um, yes, I'm originally from New York, and then I moved to Tallahassee around high school. So I, I kind of lived in both places um, almost the same amount of time. So I feel like both kind of helped with my upbringing, shall I say. Okay, okay. And now you are in California, correct? Yes, Los Angeles. How long have you been out there? Eight years. 
eight years. You've accomplished a shitload in eight years. Oh, why, thank you. Yeah, yeah. What, 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 uh, let me see you, CEO, actress, uh, comedian, uh, co-host of a podcast. Which one comes first? Uh, Jasmine Lee comes first, actually. Um, (laughs) (laughs) the person that comes first. Um, but other than that, um, I mean, I've, I've wanted to act my whole life. It's just about actively getting out here and doing it. Mm -hmm. Um, but right now my main job is co-host of people's party of Talib Kweli. So depending on who you ask, that will probably come first because I feel like people will know me more from there than from acting. Okay. Um, how long have you been doing that with him? Um, it'll be three years in June. Damn, it's been that long, huh? Yes, because we, we made it through the pandemic, so. Now, and in the beginning, were you were you uh, familiar with podcasting? You know, did you have experience or it was just something new to you? Um, well, I had did Jeff Ross's podcast a couple of times. Um, I had my talk show, Jasmine's World, that I had on like, um, like this internet cable channel. So the interview aspect of things like I had already been doing. Mm-hmm. So, um, but learning Talib's way of doing things and learning the format of this show is like kind of different than what I did on my show or than what mm-hmm. I do when I've been on Jeff's show. So um, it's been really fun, you know, learning and growing over these past couple of years. Lil' Kim's still your favorite? Uh, interview, uh, uh, why are you asking that? I don't know if I can, I mean, Will Kim is still one of my favorite interviews, but every, I feel like every week I have a new favorite because like right now, the Jay Farrell interview, I had so much fun doing. So mm-hmm. that's like one of my new favorites. Like I, I was laughing the whole time. Like my face hurt literally afterwards. The yes, the, how do you how do you say most Def's name? I'm about to butcher it. Yasin Bey. That interview was a really, really, really good one for you. Yeah, that was a great one. I really wish that we could have met him in um, person. I mean, we could have done the interview in person. I've met him before. Mm-hmm. But um, I would love to redo his since it was virtual. And I would love to like actually be in the room with all of his energy because he just had so many bombs to share. Man, that dude is just, uh, he's a unicorn to say the least. Like I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed that one. Um, What do you, what would you say is your biggest growth from show one to now? I mean, uh, I mean, show one was just real. Like I looked greasy. I was high. It just, it just was not like I was looking at, I was just like, uh, so, I mean, I definitely think my look has matured for sure. And then just like, as far as the first show, I barely, you know, asked anything. Whereas now it's like, you know, I feel like I have more of a place in the show. I kind of know why I'm there. Whereas that first episode, I was just like, uh, okay. I we're asking questions, but you know, what else? So, um, yeah, I mean, I've learned so much since that first episode. Like, it's crazy. Is Talib the same guy 
online that he is in person? I mean, Talib is, is himself all the time. And, you know, everybody has different parts of their personality. And True. some people just don't get let into old parts of your personality. So that's true. That's true. Um, Jasmine's world. Are you still doing that? I, okay. So I do do vlogs from time to time and, you know, I post them under Jasmine's world, but I haven't actively like brought my show back. Mm -hmm. And, um, one of the reasons is because I just, because it was just, it was so great before to recreate it. It's like, I have to do it on that level or better. And so I'm just really like, you know, I really need to like hone in on the time to get my own separate thing popping mm -hmm. because I had so much fun with it. It was a great time. And, you know, it was like a mixture of like Ellen and late night talk show concepts. So mm -hmm. I, I, it's just what I want to do later on in life. So I was just pretty much showing the world what, you know, I want to, accomplished you and Daphne had a really good chemistry too mm -hmm. yeah did y'all just stop fucking with each other or um, we just decided not to do uh videos together anymore mm -hmm. um you know the sketch thing is not the uh internet sketches is just not like my forte I would say mm -hmm. um so yeah we just in and I had started people's parties so we just went you know and went on to our separate endeavors comedy mm -hmm. are, are you are you back on stage yes actually i just uh featured for jeff ross all weekend um this past weekend in atlanta and it's great i mean i love being on stage i love being able to get my stories out i love being able to relate with other people um and i just have a blast every time i hit stage so it's just like I don't know. It just makes me feel all warm inside. <laughs> I don't know how you do it. Like I've, I've been doing this show for years and I still get nervous. How, how do you overcome that? Like, it's just you, a mic, and it could go wrong. Um, it, it most definitely can go wrong. And I mean, I like, I had a joke bomb on national TV. So I feel like when you have that happen, it's like, uh, whatever you're going to, some days you're going to have a, a you, as long as I'm having fun, it's fine. Because, like, some days I'm going to have fun and I'm going to have an amazing show. Some days I'm going to have fun and none of my jokes will hit. But I get nervous every single time. It's just um, because I want to do great. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I kind of just, like, have my um, own self-talk. I watch Grey's Anatomy, and they do, like, the Superman pose before they do <laughs> surgery. So, like, yeah, a lot of times when I'm having, like, if I'm really nervous, I'll go in the bathroom and I'll do, like, my Superman pose and, like, have my little pep talk and just be like, you know, just have fun. Like, Lil Rel told me, whenever you're on stage, you should, be having, you should be having fun. And if you're not, what are you up there for? So I just try to focus on the fun and, you mm -hmm. know, that skill will go along with it. Okay, so I missed that one. You said you bombed on national TV. Who was the first person you talked to after that? The first phone call you got after that joke went south um i didn't i don't i don't remember because i watched it at the comedy store but uh i did a roast joke and i had said and, and funny i wrote all my roast jokes this one i did not write someone gave mm. it to me okay. and they're like say this say this and i was like all right and i said it wrong i said the joke wrong and then no one laughed and then i said it again and no one still laughed <laughs> <laughs> 
so I mean, my mom was there, so it's whatever. And like at the end of the day, I got more camera time than most of the people on that show. So it's like if you're gonna bomb, bomb hilariously. So you know, it is what it is. It happens. That's the a best, dope way to look best. at it. You know, like make sure they're talking about it at Fuck the end it. of the day. Yo, I saw I um, the interview you did with Ron Taylor years <laughs> ago. First it's, off, uh, that nigga is hilarious. Huh? That's my dude. That's my dude. That's I could, my dude. You like, could absolutely tell y'all were just like, that was your guy. And I don't yeah, fan yeah. out too much over podcasts, but dude, that cooking, that van cooking, whatever the, I can't remember the title of it. This shit is genius. Like, I don't know why that guy's not doing it anymore. Um, He actually is. I think he just started back doing videos on it. Shout out to Ron Taylor. Like, um, he just gives a great comedic advice. He's he's he to me is a comedic genius. He's such a great writer and he has such mm-hmm. a great, you know, brain for this for for this industry, for the like he studies comedians like no one else I've known. And um, yeah, man, that conversation, that 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 video still gets fucking a lot like mad views. It's crazy. That shit was wild. And the the, yeah. the whole have you looked back? Have you changed your your opinion? No, on this? I have not changed my opinion. I have not. I looked back at that video actually, and I had hit Ron up, and I was like, "Yo, this video is still like out here." And I, I, I feel you like know what I'm about to ask then, don't I you? Be a slave. What? Yeah, you think you can talk your way out of it, huh? Of course I can, because the whole point <laughs> of slavery is is the entrapment of your mind. If your mind is not enslaved, then you cannot be a slave. So if I come back with the same exact mind that I have now, and I'm going back to slavery, I'll be able to play the game. Like, oh, okay, you think I think I'm a slave, watch me free all these people without getting whipped and we're on our merry little way. So I, I, my, my, my um, viewpoint has not changed. And in fact, I feel even strongly, stronger about it. I will say he had another cat on there, I can't trace something. And Trey. he gave a good explanation about it. And he was saying that, that if you went back, the slaves don't know any other way or, or, or they can't conceptualize freedom because it's never really been, you know, it's never been a possibility. Mm-hmm. So to go back, knowing that you've been free before gives you a completely different mindset. So that part, it kind of made some And sense I can too. read. Which may not be a good thing, though. Yes, it is. If, if I'm coming back, okay, so I'm in the world today. Well, mm-hmm. I know about slavery. I know about how they got beat. I know about how they got caught where they're trying to run away. And I'm going back in time and you think I'm going to be a slave? That doesn't even make sense. <laughs> All right. So let me ask you this. Totally off totally off topic. Um, Netflix and let's say you Netflixing and chilling with yourself. What's your favorite shit on Netflix? <laughs> Ooh, Netflix. Uh, I don't, you know, I'm really a, a Real Housewives whore. So I really watch those consistently on my free time but um netflix i definitely watch you i'm watching um Brighamton right now um my daughter had me watching that shit the other day oh i really God. watch reality tv like that is like that's what i watch on my free if i'm not doing something i'm watching that or i mean well also i watch you know specials on netflix that's really what i watch on there you almost made it on reality tv right yeah, on Hell's Kitchen. So did you get to meet uh, Chef? No, I didn't make it that far. I made it to the point where the producers fly you out to L.A. and you 
go through all of these different interviews and stuff. And like, you know, I had to make sure I paid my ticket because you can't go on TV if you have a suspended license, whatever. Really? What's that got to do with yeah, it? Yeah, I think that like um, one time they had someone on TV that had like a warrant out or something. And then like, they were like, oh, what are they doing on TV? So now they're like, they do like the background checks and they don't want you to have like a suspended license or something and they can potentially take you off the show, I guess. So, I didn't realize um, they made money though. You get paid for that shit. I thought it was just, yeah, you know. Yeah, you get paid you... for the show. Oh, sh- shit. So you can cook, cook then. Yeah, but yeah, I can. What, what do you enjoy cooking most? Um, I really love cooking brown stew chicken. That's like one of my favorite things, just building all those flavors. And brown stew chicken is like one of my favorite things to eat. So love that. Um, I eat crab legs all the time. And I have like my sauce that I have to make. So I love crab legs, um, lasagna. It's just like my my taste buds be all over the place. And I absolutely love making steak. Like I feel like my sauces on my steaks are just like phenomenal. Oh my god, man! I, I I haven't had a really good steak in years. Oh my god! And hamburgers, I'm just addicted to hamburgers. I really, they got a hamburger in New York cost five hundred dollars. Oh no, that's not yes. for me. That is, if I had the bread, like one of my daughters, her and I shared a hamburger thing, and I come across some some dec- a real nice amount of money at once. We're going to New York just to get that hamburger. <laughs> All right. Why not? Why the fuck not? Why not? Why you not? Know? Like, what's your why not? Like, if you could just go get some shit, what's your why not? Uh, go get, like, food or go... On and whatever. Trip? You want to go somewhere. You want to go to the moon. You want to buy a car. You want to get a house. What's your why not? Um, I really like going on trips. So I feel like my why not would be, like, uh splurging on the Caribbean trip because I really love beaches. I love the sun and I just love laying out. And uh, recently I went to Cabo and I got massage on the uh, beach and I'm like, okay, this is the life for me. Like I would love at the end of when everything's said and done that I'm living on a beach. Oh my God. See, I'm scared to fly. Oh, that's bad. You gotta get out of that. Uh, Well, I wasn't always scared of heights. Um, I took my, I chaperoned my youngest daughter one time to an amusement park and we got stuck on the Ferris wheel on the highest at the top. And that shit fucked my whole head up ever since then. I I don't even want to go high in elevators. Oh, yeah. It just, we were talking about that shit the other day and she remembers it. She like, yeah, I I stopped, you know, I don't, I don't like height since then either. I don't know what it was. Well, her friends kept moving the shit. You know, so we're up there doing all of this shit and we're like, I don't know, 300 feet in the air. Oh, oh my God. Are are you scared of anything? I wrote it. I really don't like them, any type of them. I remember there was a possum outside my door once and I went and called the police and I would not go back to my house until they escorted me back. Yeah. Phone operator was laughing. I was like, "I am not pranking you. Send them now." <laughs> so they actually came out and oh, escorted did, you yeah. into the house. They sure did. Yeah, wow. I was so scared. I had like, you know, you put trash outside your door. You're supposed to take it on your way out. Forgot to take it. I came back and he was like in the trash. I was like, "Oh hell no!" 
You ever been in love? Uh, yeah. Still in love? Or it's gone? You know, do you truly fall out of love if you're in love with someone? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No. It, well, not it out usually of love, swings. You, really lose. you can fall out of the love, but you don't lose. Uh, you know, uh, next question. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I will say that it oftentimes the pendulum swings to the complete other side of the spectrum. Like you go from I really love that person to I really hate that person. Yeah. I've I've, I've been there. Yeah. Um, where's Jasmine at in 10 years? Um, Jasmine is starring in movies, sitcom, TV, like talk show, you know. I'm just, people are tired of seeing me. That's where I'm at. Okay, so you get to pick one one person to play. Who would you do? One person to play. Mm-hmm. Hmm. You know, Tiffany Haddish is definitely going to have a biopic, but I don't know if I'm uh, young enough to play her when she gets her biopic. Um, I could see that too, though. Let's See, who would I want to play? Oh, she's actually gonna have a really good movie. Abby Allen. Oh, Her that's phenomenal. Be great. Yes. Can you dance? You know, I could probably dance enough for the movie because I'd have to be trained. I can I can dance enough for them to get a double. But I absolutely love Debbie Allen. Oh, she's phenomenal. Yes. Like I'm old enough to remember Fame. Like when it was well, actually and, on um, TV. And she's on, like, it's multiple generations of people that know her. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, absolutely. like, as an actor, as a dancer, as a director, like, she's just. She's a phenomenal, she's a force. And so is yeah, her sister, she, too, Felicia. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love, love them, too. Um, give me a TV show that you watch that I'd be surprised at. Not the reality show, not not Grey's Anatomy, but something just like I watch MASH. Hmm. I, I don't know, Fuller House, but I guess you could probably tell that how cheesy I am. <laughs> um, I don't really watch any weird shows. Uh, let's see. Full House is not a weird show, though. Full House is low-key classic. Well, Fuller House is what I said, which is wait, wait, wait. newer. Oh, okay. See, I, I, I didn't know that. Who's you know in Fuller House? Uh, pretty much the same cast and then new kids. And the Olsen twins aren't in, in it, though. We're well, like 800 years old now. Well, everyone is 800 years old now. No, but they look, they look, well, yeah, that's true. And then what's the name? Passed away, didn't he? Yeah, rest in peace to him. Okay, so, yes. and I ask every comic this. You get... You can pick one com- comedian to do a thirty day, a thirty minute set to save your life. Who is it? The comedians doing the set to save my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have to make people laugh. <laughs> they have to make people laugh, and they living or dead. You know what? I would say Patrice O'Neill. That's a great, great choice. That dude is. Hilarious. I had uh, Rob Hayes on last week. Mm. 
that dude is really funny. Yes, he is. Like, that's kind of like I like the kind of deadpan. And he doesn't seem to think it's deadpan. So I don't know if I want to call it that anymore. I don't um, think you want to call it that unless that's how they uh, describe themselves. Right. So, I, you know, whatever. I like that style of comic. To, you know, it's just fucking funny. Yeah. Your comedy surprised me. It was not, not that you were not, not being funny. That wasn't the surprising part. But man, your shit's pretty graphic. <laughs> I <laughs> you're like, oh, I sucked a dick for this. Okay. I, I didn't see that coming out of you. Have you always been that way? Or is that just like you just feel so free on that stage that you don't care? Um, yeah, I've always been inappropriate. Inappropriate things come to my head. Inappropriate things make me funny. I explain way too much um, at the wrong time. So the stage is perfect for me. Yeah, I was at the house like, wow, did she just say that? Did I'm talking to myself and, and, and to the third person, the fourth person. I had a whole conversation with all of me. <laughs> I did. It was hilarious, though. I'm at the crib, like, okay, yeah, I, I man, do you Thank want you. to continue? Like, will you always do stand up? Um, I think that I'll always do stand up, no matter what, because I, I just enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Um, whether or not it ends up being my bread and butter or the thing that gets me, you know to the top or whatever. I, I enjoy doing it. So I think that whenever, as long as I can get on stage, I will. What's success to you? Um, I've redefined my definition of success. I feel I'm successful right now. Um, I'm working in the entertainment industry on a talk show for, you know, whether or not it's a podcast talk show, it's a talk show. And that's one of my dreams from a little girl. So I would say I'm successful. Um, I'm still looking to climb to the next level of, of success, but I, I'm successful right now. You absolutely are. Like, like, and that's, that's a talk show for today. You know, and the guests I get on there, like fucking like there's nobody out there that does the level of interviews that y'all do. And I was, I, we were talking about a little bit off camera, like who does the research for you guys? Um, Talib does most of the research. He is just, I mean, that's just one of his, um, favorite pastimes. He's just a researcher. Um, I too enjoy research. I do my own research and then, um, you know, formulate my questions from what Talib's research is. And then we, you know, we have a, a writer, Steve Bermucci, who also helps with that. But it's really a, a joint effort. And, you know, it, it just makes our show stand out from others because we go such deep dives. Yeah, I'm like, man, I, I, I ever get that big, I'm going to hire somebody because I ain't doing all that shit. <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> although I will say I do try to make myself uh, aware of each stage of a person's life. I may not talk about it because 
I like to, have, you know, I'm more of a conversationalist, but if they bring it up, I, I want to be able to expound on it a little bit. Right. I don't want to just be sitting there like, uh, well, uh, cause I had a guy one time. I'm not going to say who it is. A pretty big guy though. He agreed to come on the show. I did the flyer, everything, you know, and then he was like, uh, well, have you heard about this show? And I'm like, no. Well, if you haven't heard about this show, I'm not coming on your show. Yeah. And it was a really, it was an obscure show. Don't get me wrong, but it was easily searchable. Mm -hmm. And so I never wanted to miss another one of those, this shows again. Yeah. But man, that shit, like, I still kick myself over that shit. Although I thought it was a little, the way he went about it was, it was unfair. It was almost like he, uh, he was pissed off that nobody knew about this show. And took it out on me. Speak, Will and I got to talk about it. The whole planet is talking about it. Who's wrong in the scenario? Will or, or, or Chris Rock? Or is, or is everybody wrong? And I'll give you my take on it after you answer. Can you hear me? Hello? Yeah, can you hear me? Oh, damn. Come on. Huh? Hello? Hello. Hello. I'm not sure what just happened. Wow. That's crazy. Okay. So it just humming along, nice conversation for half an hour. And then, you know, I'm going to have to get rid of StreamYard because it seems to me that every so often, for whatever reason, the audio just goes to shit. And it's not, I have had everything on, on my end checked out. Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. I can't see you though. Um, not sure why. Uh, um, I'm not sure why either. This Streamyard, like I was, I was just saying, like I'm, I think I'm gonna have to go back to Zoom or something because Streamyard is is flaky. It's not dependable at all. And I have checked all of my equipment, make sure everything is right. So I know my shit is working. It's just StreamYard. And that's okay. Um, what I was asking, were you able to hear the question? Uh, no. Okay. The whole Will and Chris Rock scenario, who do you think is wrong in that scenario? Or is everybody wrong? <laughs> um, all I will say is that as a comedian, it would really suck for someone to come and slap me for not liking a joke. And, and and now that's all I'll say on that. Okay. And I understand that. Um, I am not as far up the food chain as you are. So here's my take on it. Uh, Jada is wrong. I, I, I just think in, in the whole scenario, she has done a disservice to that brother. I don't care about the whole, you know, they personal life should have been their personal life. They kind of put it out there to make a buck. And then it kind of comes back and bites them in the ass. And it's generally at his expense. If I'm going to do something fucked up and my wife is sitting right there, my wife is going to stop me from doing something that could damage my career. And I'm not saying that he was wrong for what he did. That's debatable. What I'm saying is, is that that had the potential to damage his career and the reputation that he spent decades building. She should have stopped him. 
I'm sorry. I'm going to have to pause you there. There's no way that Jada is in the wrong for anything. And it's crazy to me that anyone can even blame a woman who had nothing to do with anything. She didn't walk on stage. She cannot control a man's actions. She did nothing wrong. And she shouldn't even be in the discussion of That's who is right or wrong. Because all she was doing was sitting there. That's in, and I but I disagree with you having been married for a while. Um, your wife absolutely can stop you from doing something. My wife has stopped me on numerous occasions. You know, I may be getting ready to mishandle something out in public, and my wife will just gently nudge me and say, "Hey." So I get what you're saying, but to to protect the brand, so to speak, I would think I I know how my wife would respond. Even if I'm pissed off and she's seen me, she's going to grab me before I go upstage. Now, after, you know, we get behind stage and, you know, that's all bets are off. I don't think she would let me walk up on stage, but I get what you're saying. You know, um, it's a slippery slope on the whole scenario. I think both brothers could have handled it differently. I think you're right. You know, people shouldn't necessarily be punished for a joke. I don't think he intended the joke to be personal to her. I think it was just a joke, you know, um, and G.I. Jane was a good ass movie, too, by the way. And Jada looks great with her hair like that. So I don't think the assumption would be, you know, he may not have seen the parts where she was expressing how she felt about looking that way. So it's a slippery slope all the way around. Um, but I definitely appreciate that. What you said, I like that. If you could change anything about you, would you? No. That's dope. Have you always been that confident? Um, I mean, it's you're not a beautiful about woman. confidence. It's just about God making you and what is for you is for you. And your journey is already written out. And I don't wouldn't want to change anything in my journey. That's confidence. That's a bit... It's a palpable confidence. That's a beautiful thing. And most of us don't get that, that level. Because, I don't know. I don't think I would change anything at this point either. But I'm 50 years old. So I've been in this in this body for a long ass time. You know? <laughs> um, the biggest mistake you've made that you want to talk about. Um, I think the biggest mistake is just not knowing your worth. And once you realize that your life can change around. Wow. Was there a moment when you realized, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not really valuing myself the way I should. Um, yes. I mean, there comes a point when things are just continuously happening and you have to sit and evaluate up to why they're happening, why you're letting them happen, and you know, go from there. Okay, that's what's up. Um, geez, what are you like, 25? I know I'm, <laughs> supposed to, I'm sorry, I'm not supposed to ask, that's rude. I, I was going to say 22, but I think 25 was more appropriate. Uh, I don't know. Um, but you look 22. You're a beautiful young lady. Um, the Christian Dior picture or shirt, fucking flawless. Do you dress yourself? Do you have a stylist? Um, I 
Um, I do have a stylist, <clears throat> Nyla Rent, and then uh, my makeup artist, Tripoli, actually, you know, puts the final touches on things, adding accessories and things like that. So um, it's great to have other people's eyes on uh, my look as well, because it's already a lot to think about. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate them. Shout out to them. How do you go about picking a stylist? Um, actually, uh, my friend Tripoli uh, suggested her, and then I started going to her, and I liked her 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 clothes op- her clothing options that she had. And then as I kept going, she started to learn my style, and then she puts out specific things for me, so I don't really have to, you know, be shopping around. I can just come in, try my stuff on, and go on about my business. Wow. So you just basically, she does everything. You just go over there, put some clothes on and, and dip. Yep. Jesus Christ. That's gotta be dope. Um, does, does it, does the, the level of clothes increase as your level increases or are they always like pretty much in the same ballpark? I mean, I think that you just, I just look for things that I like that make me feel beautiful and that I'm comfortable in and go from there. How difficult is it for you to say no? It depends on the situation, to be honest. Um, more times than not, um, I can say no pretty easily. You, a lot of people have difficulty, myself included. Like, I say yes to shit that I shouldn't say yes to. And it bites me in the ass a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I'm getting better at saying no. But for a long time, I'm the oldest, too. So for the longest time, you know, it's pretty much... I'm looking out for everybody around me at my expense sometimes. Right. You have siblings? Uh, second oldest of seven. Seven. Wow. Shout out to your parents. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Do you want more than just one? No, I'm fine where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have to, I have to go uh, pick her up soon. Shortly. Oh, okay, well, I, I don't want to keep you too long, and I do apologize for the technical difficulties. Um, oh no, that's not on you. So, I, you know, it's on you. yeah, it's it, you know, but it's it's still my shit. So, you know, I I got to take responsibility for it. So, because I hate that. So, if you just tuned in, um, I do have Jasmine Lee on. Um, unfortunately, uh, the visual just shut down about ten minutes ago, and she got to go pick up her child anyway. So, we're gonna shut it down in a little bit. And so I I do want to say how much I appreciate everything that you're doing. I see the growth. Um, A lot of us out here have been cheering you on and saluting you. And you can tell that you've been putting in the work. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Well, you know, you are appreciated. Um, Work ethic. Is is that your biggest strength? Uh, I mean, you have to work hard in this business. I mean, in any business, really, if you want something that's the easiest part is to want it, but to actually work towards it, that's, mm-hmm. uh, that's what takes some, shall I say, and my work looks different. My work is networking. My work is getting out there and meeting people and, you know, making genuine, sincere connections and, you know, just trying to be kind to everyone that I come that I come in, um, every, anyone that comes in, into my space, I try mm-hmm. to be kind to because you just never know 
who you're going to be working with tomorrow, who's going to want to work with you. And a lot of times everybody out here is talented, but um, it's going to go with who I want to be working with every day, who I enjoy being around. So um, work ethic is a huge thing, but also being a good person. That's what's up. Um, before you go, if people want to get in contact with you, they want to hire you for your services uh, professionally, um, how can they go about doing that? Um, you can always email me at jasmine at jasminelee.com, J-A-S-M-I-N at J-A-S-M-I-N-L-E-I-G-H.com. I host parties. I do private uh, comedy shows, uh, all those type of things. So let me know. And je- definitely ke- definitely check out my podcast, People's Party with Talib Kweli, me as co-host, uh, every Monday night. And you can catch it exclusively on Luminary as well. Oh, one more question. How did you meet Jeff Ross? Um, roast battle. I was doing a roast battle in the comedy store, and he was judging. Wow, that's dope. That's yeah. dope. That's a, that's a good plug, too. Um, dude, oh, yeah. Dude, dude, dude's been doing his thing for a minute. For um, sure. And on that, on that note, I appreciate you. Um, you have a phenomenal evening, and I wish you all the success in the world. You've earned it, and you deserve it. Thank you so much. No doubt. And Have shout out to your day. parents for doing such a great fucking job. Hey, shout them out. Yeah, I love that. Anyway, have a good one. Tell Talib, uh, have a good one. Peace. We out. Alrighty. Um, yeah, man, I really got to get rid of this fucking stream yard, man. I don't know. Um, and, wow. That was pretty dope, man. And I don't get too nervous. I was a little nervous. I'm not going to front on you. I don't know why. Just very genuine, very wonderful person. I was just fucking nervous the whole time. Like, uh, and and every so often I just get nervous. Um, definitely left some questions on the table, just out of just I don't know anxiety, whatever the case is. Um, you know, you all you always shoot your jumper though, you know, and that's how I got this interview shooting the jumper. Um, I absolutely wish her all the greatness in the world um, and truly appreciate her time, her wisdom and her energy. Um, and go check her out, man. Jasmine Lee, go look up uh, on YouTube. Uh, got some really dope interviews. Uh, got some really dope content on Jasmine's world. Go check that out. Um, and what is I think it is. Uh, I want to say the real Jasmine Lee on Instagram. My, my my memory is ass, uh. But give me one second, and I can look it up. And of course, it just won't uh go straight to my what you call it. Ah, uh, hold on, uh, cause I want to make sure I get it right. Okay, yep, not the real, but real Jasmine Lee. Go check her out on Instagram. Make sure you follow her. Um, uh, that is a dope ass picture too. Uh, and there was a question in there. I just I'm thinking in my mind. I can't remember which question it is. I'm scared to listen to this shit again. I'm going to have to. Um, but there was a question. I'm, oh, no, it was such a fucking stupid question. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, right after I asked it, like, oh, my God, did I just say that? And I said that shit live. Um, but <laughs> you would think after all these years, I wouldn't make rookie mistakes. And sometimes you make rookie mistakes and it's okay. You get better, you move on. Um, and sometimes you just get you get caught fanning. And I'm a fan of the People's Party. 
they do a dope a dope job anyway i'm not gonna talk y'all head off i'm gonna get up out of here i appreciate y'all uh don't forget to subscribe to the youtube channel my skin is my sin please don't forget to uh comment down below and like peace i'm out